Darling, didn't anyone ever tell you the rules you use to judge yourself aren't real? What's going on, everybody? It's Rebecca Biggie. I am the founder of the Body Image Solution. We are an organization building up a generation of women who are confident in their natural bodies. How amazing does that sound? Clearly, I'm biased because I'm the founder of the organization, but I think it sounds pretty amazing. And because you're listening to this podcast, I think that this is something that is important to you and matters to you as well. So why don't you take a second, go to thebodyimagesolution.com forward slash join to get on the email list, become a subscriber to that newsletter. So you will get all of the updates when we have events and all the things that we are doing to help teach a generation, multiple generations of women, how to feel confident in their natural body, which is a real struggle. It, it's been a struggle since I started doing this in 2017. And we somehow, I think, have, we have more work to do in some ways, but in other ways, we've made a lot of progress. Like I can see more inclusion and body positivity for sure in a lot of commercials and a lot of products are focusing more on the health benefits or just inclusion in general, which is great to see. But then we've got like this new generation of kids growing up with Snapchat and TikTok and just being exposed to all these fake um people, <laughs> I'll just say, because of the filters and everything. That So it's just like, I don't know. We're making progress in some areas, but we've got a long way to go, baby. We've got a long way to go. So we get nowhere without people like you. You matter. So if you want to contribute to the cause, get involved, go to thebodyimagesolution.com forward slash join, get on that email list. Fair enough. Fair enough. Awesome. So speaking of having work to do, I want to take a moment with you today to talk about this idea of removing the finish line from your relationship with your body. You right now have this concept floating around in your brain of what you think your body needs to be like for the rest of your life. And maybe your body looks like that right now and you're in like maintenance mode and you're like, okay, I just need to stay this way until I die and then I will have succeeded as a woman. <laughs> or you're like, you're not at that point yet. You don't, you don't have those boxes checked in the way that you would like to. And so there's this, this finish line that you have in your head of, you know, once I look this way or once I have this thing, then... I'll be able to be confident, then I will have a better relationship with my body, and then, guess what, you'll have to maintain that until you die, right? We always think that there's this, like, finish line of, of you, I will have arrived aesthetically, 
if my body looks a certain way and then maintaining that that's the that's the other side of it that a lot of people don't talk about that it's like yeah let's say you reach all your your body goals then you're gonna have to maintain that and how's that gonna feel because guess what your body is deteriorating every single day every single day yes it's regenerating you're producing new cells your body is amazing but it it gets worse and worse and worse at at it over time so i want to challenge you to remove this concept of a finish line with the relationship with your body like i don't know where we got this idea from but you don't get extra points by dying skinny and we've seen this circulating a few times some little Instagram posts and whatever, like no one's going to put on your tombstone, she was a size zero her whole life. No one's going to put on your tombstone, she never ate carbs and it showed. Like, come on guys, like why do we think that these are the things that we want to prioritize and like be known for? Like it's just shallow social currency that we desire and that we want and I talk about that in my book social currency it is not out yet but maybe by the time you're listening to this it will be out and you can just google it social currency by Rebecca Biggie pick up your copy I'm speaking this into existence pick up your copy now it will be published at one point not right now but at some point it will be published soon but that's all that is. It's you're clinging onto the social currency of beauty and you think that that is what's going to give you more worth in the eyes of other people. And here's the thing. It will give you more worth in the eyes of some people. But do you really want those to be your people? Like if you put out superficiality into the world, you are going to attract superficial people who are going to judge you and value you based on those things. Do you really want, do you really expect, I'll put it this way, do you really expect your greatest life achievements to be maintaining a certain weight or being a MILF? Oh. I had a conversation with a friend a few years ago. She's like, I just want to be like, like a hot mom. Oh. I'm like, really? That's, that's it? Like, let's broaden our horizons a little bit there, friend. Like, like you just want to be a hot mom? I don't. I mean, that'd be fine. I would, I would be okay with that. But like, that's not, I don't have that on my vision board of like, be a hot mom. Like, nope. <laughs> don't care. Mine is... Raise up a generation of women who feel confident in their natural body. That's what I want to do. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. And part of that, for me, is obviously taking care of myself. Like, it's not like you can't have one without the other. I think that there's a lot of fear around, well, if I don't hold myself accountable to never eat this or to always exercise this amount or this and that and and rake myself over the coals if I don't do it, I am going to balloon up to, you know, 300 pounds and whatever. It's just like, that's not going to happen. I promise you that's not going to happen. If you just replace your crazy health restrictions with healthy ones, you might hit your body weight equilibrium 
which is the weight that you are supposed to be, which is healthy, which is sustainable, which allows you the mental space to live and enjoy your life, right? That's what life is actually about. Life is not about staying hot as long as you can. But man, you wouldn't know it based on how some people act in our culture. Like, holy crap. I'm not going to sit here and, and pretend like nobody is going to judge you based on what you look like. A lot of people will. Don't get it twisted. I'm not delusional. A lot of people are going to judge you based on what you look like. But th- what they think doesn't matter. Like what they think doesn't matter. I always ask myself, am I getting paid because of this? Does this person pay my bills? Does this person have any influence over how I make money? Does this person have any influence over my day-to-day sense of being? Yes or no? If they do, and they're judging me based on something so shallow and so it's insignificant as, as my physical body and my physical appearance, then I need to reevaluate why I have given them such a large role in my life and I need to make some changes. Accountability is key. But most of the time, anybody who's saying something crazy about the way I look, I don't even know them. I, I don't even know them. It's a stranger on the internet. And I'll be damned if I let a stranger on the internet make me feel any kind of way. (laughs) Like, just absolutely not. Because I have done the work to really solidify myself in how I measure and value who I am. And how I measure and value my body. Because if you take away this idea of a finish line, of a point that you will reach where you are done and you've achieved and you have arrived, if you take that out of the equation, you start to go, wait, if you take that out of the equation, you kind of start to go, hold on. Well, but then so what am I, what am I working towards if not this end goal? Because humans are goal-oriented beings. We want something to chase after. So let me say this. What if what you chased after were healthy habits? And by healthy, I don't mean like eating celery all the time or, you know, swapping out everything with something that's disgusting. Like, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about balanced healthy habits and routines. Routines. What's nice about a routine is it's not a rule. It's not a rule. It's not something that you have to follow. There's no such thing as cheating on a routine. It's it's something that you're aiming for, but you don't have to get it perfect. And the place you end up isn't necessarily defined by these numbers like weight or a dress size or anything like that. Where you end up ends up being how you feel. How you feel in your mind and how you physically feel in your body. That's more important. So if you have a routine where every day you drink a certain amount of water, you try to get a certain amount of sleep, 
you try to eat a certain number of your meals vegan. I'll just speak for myself. I'll just speak for myself instead of giving hypothetical examples. So I have a routine where I try to drink 40 ounces of water every day. I have a 40 ounce stainless steel pink water bottle. I love it. I got it at TJ Maxx for $24.99. I try to drink a full water bottle every day. Some days I drink more. Some days I don't even see my pink water bottle. I forget about it. And I'm like, oh no, what happened? (laughs) But that's the reaction I have. I go, oh no, what happened? (laughs) Rather than, oh my God, I didn't drink any water today. I am so terrible. (laughs) Like I don't beat myself up anymore because I see it through the lens of, well, this is a, a routine. And sometimes you fall out of routine, but it's about your, your averages, It's not about being perfect every single time. It's about, well, on an average day or average week, how many days out of the week do you get your water in? Well, probably five days a week. Okay, well, that's great. That's better than not having any type of idea of how much water you're drinking. And that's just one thing. That's just water. And then I try to get a lot of sleep. Like I know for myself and my body, I need sleep. I mean, you need sleep too. Don't don't try to let like capitalism and like working yourself to death and glorifying being busy like convince you that you don't need sleep you need sleep all bodies need sleep I need like nine hours a night at least (laughs) at least like that's what I need so I try to make sure I have that for myself most nights That's one way. That's one like different type of goal to set that that's not a finish line, right? That's something that I'm going to do all the time, but it's not that difficult. Like it's not that difficult to drink 40 ounces of water. If I was like, I'm going to have this goal to drink a gallon of water every day for the rest of my life. It's like, well, now that's not very realistic now, is it? Like you can't, you can't set these huge goals and then you're just setting yourself up to fail. Like I don't care how motivated you are or how dedicated you are, you're going to fail because this is coming from someone who like I used to set crazy high goals because I thought, you know, I can do anything and you can do anything, but it's just like, do you want to? I don't want to drink a gallon of water every single day. That's not necessary. It's like excessive and it's not something that's going to set me up for success. I can do one of those 40 ounce bottles. There you go. And then if I want to up it to more, I can, but it's about increasing your baseline. So get some water. I also have a goal, a target of eating vegan. I eat a plant-based diet. Uh, Does that mean I haven't eaten a single piece of animal product in the last four years that I've been doing this? No, I have flexibility in that. I have grace for myself in that. And this, this beating yourself up mentally comes from the expectation that you set at the beginning. If you don't set an expectation for perfection and you do not deliver perfectly, you have not failed. <laughs> you have not failed. Like, so this is why expectation setting is so important. And this is why having a goal of these different practices and routines in relation to your body is so much more effective in fostering a healthy relationship because 
there's no finish line. Like imagine if you treated an actual relationship with someone else like there's a finish line. Actually, people do this. As I'm recording this right now, I just realized this. People do this all the time and it doesn't work. They see marriage as the finish line. If I can just get married, if I can just get married, if I can just have a spouse, if I can just this, then I will be happy. I'll be happy if I'm married. Tell me honestly how many people you know like that where that worked out. Marriage is not the finish line. Marriage is entering a battlefield. I mean, marriage is like you got to be marriage. I don't even know. I mean, I'm not married, but I know a lot about relationships. And it's like the people who see marriage as the finish line are the ones who are least equipped to get married because they don't even understand what they're signing up for. That's the same thing as your relationship with your body. If you see looking a certain way as a finish line, you you are failing already because that's just not what we're doing here. You, you will be living in your body until the day you die. You'll be with your body your whole life. So you can't expect it to have some kind of finish line place where all of your hopes and dreams are going to be answered and, and you'll feel confident all the time and you'll never doubt yourself. That just doesn't, that doesn't exist. Not in this life, not in this earth. No person on the planet. And if you can look to the people with millions of Instagram followers, you know, models, people who literally get paid to look the way they do, if they struggle with body insecurity, that's how you know this is all a crock. <laughs> this is all setting us up for disappointment. So what do you do? You remove the concept of a finish line. There is no finish line. We are in this forever, right? And this is a relationship that you are building with your body. And if you want to have a good relationship with your body, enroll in the Body Image Solution online course. I made a program that helps walk you through discovering where your body image issues came from, how to build a better relationship with your body. And it's an eight-week course. You can go through it one week at a time, step-by-step. It's not overwhelming. It's easy to complete. Go to thebodyimagesolution.com to learn more. Beautiful, beautiful. And get rid of that finish line, you know? Like nobody at your funeral. I want you to think about your funeral. And I want you to think about, is it really worth it to waste all this time, spend all this energy obsessing over losing three pounds, five pounds, getting a little bigger booty, having a little more visible abs, having one less wrinkle? Is it worth it? Or is your time and mental energy better spent investing in enjoying your life, connecting with the people you love, genuinely expressing yourself without fear of rejection, showing up as you? I don't know. 
maybe I'm biased, but I think it's the second option. I think that's the better way to do it because I've lived both. And let me tell you, it's so much better over here. It's so much better over here. So you are welcome. Please join us over here. Join me over here in this new way to live in your mind without being in this mental jail obsessed with your body and body dysmorphia and and all that stuff. You don't have to live like that. You don't. And there are a couple ways that you can fix that. You can, like I said, enroll in the body image solution when you're ready for that like deeper dive. You can keep listening to this podcast. Amazing. You can, oh, you can become a subscriber, a premium subscriber on Spotify and iTunes. It's $2.99 a month and you get access to all my Friday episodes. So yes, I am dropping an episode on Friday and the Friday after that and after that and after that. And if you are a premium subscriber, you get access to all that. Isn't that amazing? I think it's great. So Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm Rebecca Biggie. This is Confidently She. If you have not left a rating and review, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that before you close out of this episode. That would mean the world to me. And I will see you in the next one.